Well, hi there, and welcome to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, and in today's show, we're going to explore what's been called the most American genre of American music. I'm talking about gospel, and if you listen to it carefully, you'll discover it's essentially a soundtrack of the experience of black Americans. Gospel music is chock full of energy, emotion, and conviction, as we're going to hear in 13 recordings by performers including Mahalia Jackson, the Davis Sisters, Ella Fitzgerald, Jerry Lee Lewis, and the Oslo Gospel Choir. Let's get started with Skeeter Davis and a song that seems to have an appropriate title for the start of a radio show. It's called Turn Your Radio On. Peter Davis, and Turn Your Radio On. Did that recording get your juices flowing? Well, that was the plan. And now, the plan calls for slowing things down a bit with a famous hymn called Peace in the Valley. This hymn was written in 1937 by Thomas Andrew Dorsey. He wasn't related to band leader Tommy Dorsey, but he was very influential in gospel music, and we'll encounter him a couple more times in this show. Here's Peace in the Valley, performed by Canadian singer Anne Murray. Well, I'm tired and so weary, but I must go along till the Lord comes and calls. 
calls me away Well, the morning so bright And the lamb is the light And the night, night is black as the sea From the album, What a Wonderful World, Anne-Murray, and Peace in the Valley. I'm Sam Waldron, your host on 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s, today bringing us an hour of gospel music. And now we turn to the legendary sister Rosetta Tharp. She was the very first great gospel recording star, and one of the first to add elements of rhythm and blues. Typically, gospel music was performed in churches, but sister Rosetta Tharp wasn't afraid to break the rules. She sang in nightclubs with big bands and sometimes used an electric guitar, too. Our next song is blatantly moralistic and fun to listen to. It's been interpreted many ways over the decades. The song is called This Train, and the lyrics make the rules crystal clear. No liars, no gamblers, no whiskey drinkers. It's built for speed and it's solid black, and when you take that ride, you don't come back. So grab your suitcase, hop on board, and let's listen to Sister Rosetta Tharp and this train. 
is a clean train. This train. This train. Right. 
Sister Rosetta Tharp and this train. Now we're going to turn to a well-known 20th century gospel group called the Davis Sisters. It's where Skeeter Davis, remember she opened the show with Turn Your Radio On, got her start. The Davis Sisters were not known for being subtle or serene. Here they are nearly shouting their way through a high-energy song called I Know the Lord. to go because he said it was From their fine gospel album, Somewhere in Glory, the Davis Sisters, and I Know the Lord. And now, let's slow things down a bit and return to the songwriter Thomas Andrew Dorsey. He was the 32-year-old musical director at Ebenezer Baptist Church in Chicago when his wife died in childbirth along with their newborn son. The song expresses his grief so movingly it's been translated into more than 50 languages, and it's said to be the most recorded gospel song of all time. Here's the Oslo Gospel Choir with Take My Hand, Precious Lord.
That was Take My Hand, Precious Lord, performed by the Oslo Gospel Choir. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, and today's theme, if you haven't guessed, is gospel music. Now, I want you to take a deep breath, or maybe two, and be ready for about eight minutes of non-stop gospel celebration. In a two-song set, we'll first hear from Etta James in a song called Oh, Happy Day. And right after that, almost before you even have time to catch your breath, we'll move on to a familiar song called I Saw the Light. Most of the performers in today's show are black, but I Saw the Light is performed for us by an amazing combination of three white hard rock singers who have impeccable credentials, Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, and Jerry Lee Lewis. First, here's Etta James.
wondered so aimless life filled with sin I wouldn't let my dear Savior in Then Jesus came like a stranger in the night Praise the Lord, I saw the light I saw the light, I saw the light No more darkness, no more night Now I'm so happy, no sorrow inside Jerry Lee Lewis, Johnny Cash, and Carl Perkins, and their rousing gospel number, I Saw the Light. And that set started out with Etta James and Oh Happy Day. Still ahead this hour, Mahalia Jackson, the Clara Ward singers, Ella Fitzgerald, and Roberta Martin. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, and today's show is filled with gospel music from the mid-20th century. We've been listening to some really loud and high-energy performances, but some of the best gospel music is slow and reflective. Here's an example of favorite hymn called Just a Closer Walk with Thee, performed for us today by the Pilgrim Travelers. Just 
the Pilgrim Travelers and Just a Closer Walk with Thee. And now I want to focus a bit on a performer and civil rights activist named Mahalia Jackson. She's sometimes described as the Queen of Gospel. Jackson grew up in New Orleans, and she dropped out of school when she was in the fourth grade so she could help at home after her mother died. Later she moved to Chicago, hoping to become a nurse. But life got in the way of those plans when Jackson got involved in a Baptist church choir, and soon she was accepting invitations to perform at churches all across the country. In 1950, Jackson became the very first gospel singer to perform at Carnegie Hall. Ten years later, she was invited to sing at the inauguration of President John Kennedy, and in 1963, she sang for a crowd of 200,000 people in Washington, D.C., before Martin Luther King delivered his famous I Have a Dream speech. So, Mahalia Jackson is no lightweight. We're going to hear her in two recordings. The first is a slow, contemplative piece called His Eye is on the Sparrow. Over you and me 
Mahalia Jackson and his eye is on the sparrow. Jackson could also turn up the temperature. Oh, could she ever? In 1947, she recorded a song called Move On Up A Little Higher. It sold 8 million copies, and it was so popular it was often played on the radio along with secular songs, something that was very rare for gospel music. Here it is.
album Packin' Up, that was Mahalia Jackson, and Move On Up a Little Higher. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, and today's edition of 45 RPM Music of the 40s and 50s is focused on some of the best gospel music of that period. You may have noticed that gospel music can make great entertainment, and certainly is a good platform for songwriters and musicians to express emotions. Here's a great example performed by the Clara Ward Singers. Clara Ward was just nine years old when the group created a sensation at a National Baptist Convention in Chicago in 1943. They began touring widely, and by 1950, they were the hottest female gospel group in the United States. Let's listen to them now in a really high-energy song called How I Got Over. The lyrics are spirited, a celebration including these lines, I'm going to thank God for old-time religion, And I'm going to thank God for giving me a vision. One day I'm going to join the heavenly choir. I'm going to sing and never get tired. So take a deep breath and here we go.
from their album Meetin' Tonight, the Clara Ward Singers and How I Got Over. You're listening to 45 RPM music of the 40s and 50s. We have time for two more gospel songs this hour. Once upon a time many years ago, I was told the way to plan a radio show is alternate slow songs and fast songs. The idea is you start with something fast, I suppose to get the listener's full attention, and then play something slower. That's an okay rule of thumb, and we'll put it into practice right now. The last two songs we heard were high-energy performances, so now let's cool off with a beautiful gospel piece called Crying in the Chapel. The power of this song was underestimated when it first came out, and it was underestimated again after a singer laid down the track that eventually became its best-known performance. Crying in the Chapel was written in 1953, It was first recorded by Daryl Glenn, a high school student whose father had written it. Two major publishing houses turned down the song, but musicians and the public loved it so much it became one of the most covered songs of the year in 1953. And now fast forward to 1960 when Elvis Presley recorded it. Elvis didn't like his recording, and neither did his backup singers the Jordan Ayers, so RCA just sat on it for five years. When Elvis's version was finally released in 1965, it became a million-seller and eventually made it to number three on the Billboard Hot 100. I think there's a good chance you've heard that recording. Let's listen to one of the popular 1953 covers of the song as it was performed by Ella Fitzgerald and the Ray Charles Singers. saw me crying in the chapel The tears I shed were tears of joy I know the meaning of contentment now I am happy with the Lord Just a plain and simple chapel Where humble people go to pray I pray the Lord that I'll grow stronger As I live from day to day I've searched and I've searched But I couldn't find No way on earth to gain of mine now I'm happy in the chapel where people are of one accord we gather in the chapel just to sing and praise the Lord your neighbor in the chapel join with him in tears of joy you know the meaning of contentment you'll be happy with the Lord you search and you'll search 
1953, Ella Fitzgerald and the Ray Charles Singers and Crying in the Chapel, a song that got a rocky start and then became a gospel classic. The story behind our final song today begins in 1855 with an Irishman named Joseph Scriven. He was living in Canada and he sent a poem to his mother back in Ireland hoping it would comfort her. Scriven apparently had no idea this poem would be of much interest and some years later he published it anonymously. But the poem, now a hymn called What a Friend We Have in Jesus, lives on in many languages. We'll hear this as it was recorded by Roberta Martin, a gospel songwriter, singer, and pianist who organized a chorus that spawned many successful gospel performers. Martin herself got a great start in gospel when she performed with the Young People's Choir in Ebenezer Baptist Church in Chicago and worked with the church's music director, Thomas A. Dorsey. He's the author of Take My Hand, Precious Lord, which we heard earlier in the show. Now here's Roberta Martin and What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Carry 
just everything to God in Wow. I'm not sure it's even possible to listen to an hour of music like this and still be exactly the same person you were before. That was Roberta Martin from an album called The Great Gospel Women and What a Friend We Have in Jesus. I'm your host, Sam Waldron. That's all the time we have for now. From Mahalia Jackson, Carl Perkins, Johnny Cash, Jerry Lee Lewis, Sister Rosetta Tharp, and all the rest of us here at 45 RPM, here's wishing you a good day, a good week, And so long for now.